Good afternoon. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. It is evening, right? Anyhow, Mrs. Murphy uh, needed to go to the store just one more time, but she was sort of reluctant to do so. But on the other hand, she needed a few items. So her two small boys, two small boys, they wanted to go to the store as well. So they got to the store and she purchased her items and then the two boys were just after her to go to the, to the toy store. And they went up and down the aisle, a couple of aisles of all kinds of toys, and the boys had to handle almost every second one, uh, turn it upside down, inside out, etc., etc. And she was becoming more frustrated. So she said, let's get out of here. So they finally left and they got to the uh, elevator and she pressed the button. But as she pressed the button, she was just like overwhelmed by sort of the intensity of, of, of the season. She thought about, you know, about all the things she had to do, like uh, the yard to order food for, for a whole group of people, prepare the food, decorate the house, uh, write cards, uh, welcome cards to people who are not coming, etc., etc. And she was just, it just sort of got to her. And at that moment, the, the uh, elevator door opened and uh, it was pretty much full and a large group of people inside. So she, first of all, she pushed herself in and then she dragged in the two boys and then her two, her two bags, she pulled them in after her. And she was just so, in a sense, overwhelmed that all of a sudden she blurted out and said, she says, uh, whoever invented, she says, that Christmas thing, she says, he should be found out, uh, tied up, and executed. <laughs> and all of a sudden, a very tiny voice in the back of the elevator said, don't worry, lady, they have already, they have already put him to death. So I'd just like to, first of all, um, think about, about the Christmas season and how challenging it can be on the one hand and how beautiful it is on the other. But then, you know, it's worth, you know, I think it's worth also thinking about where we've come from. And I have a group of men who meet on a, on a Tuesday morning at uh, 7 o'clock and they get involved in a variety of different, different discussions, but I asked them a question this past Tuesday. Uh, I had read that gospel reading first, and then I said to them the following question. Um, I said, why did Jesus come into this world as a human being? So they talk it among themselves for a while, and then we get some responses. So some of the responses were, uh, Jesus came into the world to show us how to live. Jesus came into the world to remind people that everyone is equal in the sight of God. Jesus came into the world to remind us of the importance of being humble. Jesus came into the world to remind us of the importance of heart conversion, not just head conversion. And then the one that was obviously uh, touched upon by several different groups said, Jesus came into the world as a savior. Now all those, uh, those items, one after another, in many ways you could say, they could say, Jesus did all of those by, by his life here on earth. But for him, his primary reason for coming into our midst 
was he came as a savior. That's why the psalm response today, which is beautiful, says, today the Christ has been born among us. Alleluia, alleluia. So the whole question of being saved, uh, you know, we use that expression all the time with regard to, you know, what happens, you know, some, we call certain people saviors. And for example, uh, this past week we had a, we had a um, 10-year-old girl who was discovered with a massive brain tumor and um, she was hauled off to the hospital and God only knew what was going to happen to her, but a week, nine days, 10 days later, she's back, she's back home after having, after having surgery. So one would have to say that the, the medical team who performed the surgery were indeed saviors, right? Also along the same lines, yesterday evening, I was here on my own, and lo on the, in the back of the church there on the little table, there was a set of tea, a set of teas and a little bag, and which nobody was around except myself. I said, where, where did this come from? And I opened the, I opened the little bag, uh, a little wallet like, and first of all, it was a driver's license. Uh, it was a debit card, a credit card, and several other, several other important documents. The person's name was given on, on her, birth, on her uh, driver's license, but uh, I checked her out first of all, I said she was a parishioner. She wasn't a parishioner. I didn't know, well, the name was a very familiar name. I won't say what it was, but it was a very familiar name. So I had my secretary, this is nine o'clock at night at this stage, my secretary who, who loves to do a little bit of investigation. So I says, would you find a phone number for this lady? She called back a half an hour later and says, I didn't find any phone number for her. So here I am, here I am, even this morning, saying to myself, you know, I have this woman's credit card, uh, I have her debit card, I have her driver's license. What's going through her head at this point in time? So her address, really, when I checked out her address, she was in Pine Hills. And so I said to myself, the only way to find out what's going on is to get in my car. I drove to Pine Hills this morning. I found the house, I rapped on the door several times before anybody responded. And eventually I saw like a, a drape being pulled back and this older lady sort of stuck her head out. And straight away she came to the, around to the front of the door. She says, you are the one. I says, what, what do you mean I'm the one? She says, you found, found my, my, my granddaughter's uh, uh, stuff. And lo and behold, I had, and the granddaughter came immediately afterwards, and they really thought that I was Jesus Christ superstar <laughs> right then and there. I was certainly, to put it mildly, I was certainly their savior on that occasion. But remember, we come today to talk about the universal savior. The universal savior is Jesus, is Jesus Christ. That means that he came among us to save us from ourselves, to save us from ourselves. Usually, you know, when we, we think of Christmas, we think of it in, in terms of the crib, the crash, and the baby Jesus, which is, it's very, that's very beautiful. But it's not the whole story. And it's interesting that that crash is very close to Christ on the cross. And in essence, the reason why Christ was born was to surrender his life on our behalf. So his, his, death, his death and resurrection is ultimately the means of our salvation. 
So in essence, what it means in reality is that our salvation has been accomplished by him. But even though it has been accomplished by him, we have to, in a sense, we have to embrace it for ourselves, okay? And in, in some ways you could say, well, we're on our way. And we are on our way because we're all baptized Christians. But then it's not just a question of baptism, it's also a question of what do we do with our spiritual lives? And to what extent, not just out there in the world, but to what extent do we, do we really pray? Do we really keep up our, our spirituality? You know, for us, our, the Mass, what we're doing here this evening, is in a sense, it is the uh, event, the spiritual event for our nourishment. And so when we come together to celebrate the Eucharist, really what we should be doing is praying that God's salvation may be accomplished in our lives. And, but it's important that we come not just once a year, but that we come on an ongoing basis. So what's at stake here this evening for all of us is the question of not just salvation in general, but what's at stake here is, is the salvation of my own soul. In other words, what's going to happen to me after I die? And remember, what he has accomplished, he has overcome sin and death in his life. We hope to accomplish the same thing in our lives, but it doesn't happen automatically. So it's very important when we come here that we take ourselves very seriously. It's important to realize that the Mass, in many ways, the Eucharist, is ultimately spiritual food for a spiritual journey. We're on a spiritual journey together, and thanks be to God for this opportunity to, in a sense, nourish ourselves as a group. But let's not do it just this evening. Let's continue to do it on a regular basis. And hopefully, by doing that, we're ensuring that the Lord will, when our time comes, the end of our lives, that the Lord will welcome us into his eternal kingdom. Amen.